0: Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 1st of June. In your Squiz today, The Voice takes another step, inflation goes up again, an ominous AI warning, and men are animals. This is your Squiz today. The referendum on the Indigenous voice to Parliament is one step closer to happening, Claire. Yesterday, the House of Representatives voted to pass the legislation that will allow the referendum to be set up. The final count was 121 in favour and 25 against.
1: Yeah, so as for what that bill is about, it's the constitutional amendment bill and what it essentially does is tick that box to get the referendum happening Mm. and that also includes the wording of the proposed constitutional amendment Uh, when all was said and done minister for indigenous australians linda burney was pretty happy about it yesterday Uh, she said that we have left base camp at uluru we can see the goal on the horizon
0: And Claire, squizzers who have heard us talk about the voice proposal this year will probably know that the coalition's formal position is that they don't support it. So if it's a bit confusing as to why that many MPs supported the legislation yesterday, it's because the Liberals mostly supported the bill. They don't support the change, but their position is that they won't stop the referendum from going ahead.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. And there's another procedural quirk to it too. Some Liberals had to vote against it to ensure that the party has representation on the committee that will draft the official no pamphlet and that's that information that will be distributed to all households along with a yes pamphlet. Mm. Uh, as for what happens next now that that bill has passed the lower house, it will head to the Senate and that vote will happen by the end of June and from there the Albanese government will set the date for the referendum.
0: The government has flagged already that, all going well, it will be scheduled between October and December. And although it's not confirmed, more than a few political commentators reckon it will happen on the 14th of October. It isn't the news many mortgage holders want to hear, but the Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe yesterday said that inflation is still too high in Oz. And that's added to a split in opinion from economists who can't agree on whether interest rates will go up once again when the central bank meets next Tuesday.
1: Yep, just five sleeps, Alice, until (laughs) that day, the first Tuesday of the month. Uh, What um, happened yesterday is that Philip Lowe was before a Senate estimates hearing and he had, of course, a lot of questions about what's happening with interest rates and with inflation. And he said that while the price of some goods are declining, uh, there's a big issue That's happening at the moment, and that's housing. Mm. The Reserve Bank is forecasting rent to go up by about 10% as demand continues to outstrip supply for rental properties. Also, house prices rose for another month. We saw that data first thing this morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, when it comes to inflation, uh, looking at the monthly figures that were out yesterday, inflation rose to 6.8%. Over the 12 months to April, that's up from 6.3% in March.
0: It's worth noting, Claire, that some economists aren't banking on the interest rates going up next week. They say the underlying inflation, which excludes things like food and fuel from the data, eased to 6.5% in April. Claire, we've heard several warnings now about how the recent developments in artificial intelligence could harm society, but this latest one is a bit more extreme. A group of experts, including the bosses of ChatGPT's developer and from Google's AI team, say that the new technology could pose a devastating risk to humanity.
1: Yeah, it all sounds a bit over the top, Mm. but what they say is that they really do think that there's some risks uh, with artificial intelligence which, if not addressed, could be a real problem. Uh, Hundreds of executives and academics have signed a statement that says that mitigating the development of AI tech should be a global priority and it should be put alongside other big risks in society, like pandemics and nuclear war. Uh, they're primarily concerned that artificial intelligence systems could become impossible to control once they reach certain levels of intelligence.
0: But Claire, there are some other respected figures in the field, including Meta's chief AI scientist, Jan LeCun, who says that those concerns are overblown and unrealistic. We haven't had a weather story for a while, Claire, which some might consider a good thing, but the Bureau of Meteorology has released its forecast for winter this year, and it's good news for the warm weather lovers out there. The bomb says that after Aussies broke their coldest May minimum temperature records, we're in for a warmer than average winter.
1: Yeah, the bomb says that we can expect less rain and higher temperatures during the day, but we're also going to get some pretty cool nights. Mm. And that's because there's two big climate drivers that really do dictate the weather in Australia that are really pointing to warmer and drier weather. Uh, they could potentially really ramp up and that's a positive Indian Ocean dipole and also a potential El Nino event.
0: And meteorologist Ben Domincino says that if both those things develop some simultaneously, they'll be reinforcing each other. That means that inland areas would bear the brunt of it. And he also says that areas like the Murray-Darling Basin and inland Central and Western Australia will face the coldest overnight temperatures. A good time to get a uh, extra blanket on, I think, Claire. Yeah, get it out of the cupboard, I reckon. (laughs) The internet has been the starting point for some pretty weird trends over the years, but this one, which is a little bit controversial, pertains specifically to dating. It breaks down men into four categories and each one is an animal, Claire. It is. And look, the intriguing (laughs) thing
1: about this is that it doesn't then point to anything that you should do or not do or (laughs) any kind of action that you can take. But anyway, let's just put people into four big categories. Uh, They are bear. Reptile, eagle and dog The idea is that a man Who is bear handsome Has a round face and broad shoulders Uh, A reptilian handsome bloke And I've never heard those two words put together (laughs) They have a straight nose and sharp eyes Dog handsome guys Have big eyes and a cheeky grin And then eagle handsome men Have small eyes and a long nose And look there are Categories for women as well That's fox, cat, cat deer and bunny i won't go into those but look make of that what you will
0: claire i can't imagine ever describing someone as reptilian handsome and it going down well
1: <laughs> no exactly <laughs>
0: Squeeze the day, a pinch and a punch for the first day of the month.
1: Yeah, can you believe we're in June? I know. It's, the year is just going. Um, the big one for me today is the decision in the Ben Robert Smith defamation case. Uh, you remember that he sued the Sydney Morning Herald, The Age and the Canberra Times, and that was over stories that they published that he said, made him out to be a war criminal which of course he completely denies so that's on uh, the verdict is due to be released at about two o'clock today in sydney
0: yeah i reckon we'll be talking about that one tomorrow claire
1: yeah for sure
0: and that's it for us today thanks for listening we'll be back with you tomorrow hello it's bryce here from squiz kids Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q and A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shaped next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.